You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. I'm Courtney. I'm Allison. And we're Courtney and Allison, and this is the Double X Files, a podcast that is sometimes about the X Files. Allison, we've been doing this for a hundred episodes. No, I mean, I know. <laughs> How many hours do you think that is? Um, a hundred hours? Three days and one hour. Oh, God. We've been podcasting for three straight days. Like you just put us in a cabin with a microphone and a bunch of DVD VHS <laughs> tapes even and said, hey, go at her. Three days. So uh, right now, Space Cadets, if you downloaded our entire library, it'd be three hours or three days and one hour plus this one. So three days and two, two hours. hours. <laughs> nice. Way to, hey, good way to spend your long weekend. Yeah. Right? No, a very bad way to spend your long weekend. Labor Day. We do the labor for you. Emotionally. (laughs) There's a lot of emotional labor that is going on, and we need to address it. (laughs) We do this so you don't have to. Are you ready to talk about Season 4, Episode 22? Elegy. Elegy? I'm not. Do we need... Hey... This is our 100th episode. Can we just do whatever the fuck we want? I don't see why not. What do you want to talk about? Uh, Pizza Pops. Excuse me? Pizza Pops? Pizza Pops. What do you mean Pizza Pops? Well, have you never had a Pizza Pop? Like on a stick? No, it's like like a, like a Pillsbury Pizza Pops. Pops? Like they're the little half moon with like the crimped a, edge? Like a, a pep and bacon? Pe- mm, like a mini calzone? Like a pizza pillow? I guess... Pizza bites, pizza bites. It's more of a, really more of a pop. Pop? Why is it popping? Well, it's the flavor pops in your mouth. Totino's Pizza Rolls, please sponsor us. Pillsbury Pizza Pops, get at me, please. Oh my god, I love that pep and bacon. <sighs> I think we need to talk about the X Files, Allison. Oh, I know. Okay, fine. We can't carry this with, on pizza rolls alone. Pizza pops. Okay, okay. Just read the description, fine. please. Fine. Here is the description for season four, episode twenty-two. Elegy. It was terrible. Mulder and Scully track a series of murders that lead to a home for the mentally ill and a clue that makes no sense. Each victim had a purported warning from the dead. I did not get that from the episode. However, while Mulder makes some surprising discoveries, Scully is reminded of her own mortality. That's from Wikipedia, right? Yeah, it is. What I was talking about, the clues? What is the clues? It said it said each victim was warned of a death. I don't... I don't know, because that did not come across to me in the episode. Well, we got really angry. Like, a couple of them saw, you know, spirits or whatever, echoes of who gives a shit. Uh, Mostly, I just saw a lot of dead girls. Saw a lot of dead girls. Yeah, I just saw a lot of of dead girls. Mm. A lot of people being heavily disrespected. Uh Uh-huh. Happy 100th episode. You know, Chris, to us personally, Chris Carter gave us a present, huh? a hundred episode present, huh? and he took all of this horrible stuff that he knew we would hate, uh-huh. and he put it in a box, uh, and then he jerked off into the box, uh-huh. and then he wrapped it up with a beautiful bow, uh, and he just shipped it over to us in the form of this episode. And he wrote a little note on top of the box that said, hey, at least there was no rape in this. Yep. 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 Thanks, Chris Carter. Cool stuff, bro. Thank you. Thanks. Let's talk about our predictions. Okay. Every episode, we guess what the next episode is going to be about, and we're coming to the end of season four. Yeah. The person who has the most points at the end of season four gets some treats. Because that's why we do this. We're very treat motivated. We are like a pair of well-trained dogs. (laughs) You have three and a half points. Yeah. I have three points. Now, I have three and a half points, I think. So when you confirm. Yes, yeah, yeah. You um, you predicted that there would be dead children, ghost children, uh, and a medium who can, like, kind of go between worlds and talk to them. Yeah. And, and so I would say there was a medium. Yes. Um, but the, the women that died, I don't believe, were children. They were not children, but there was some I see dead people situations. Yeah, so you get half a point. You're at 3.5. I'm at 3.5. We're tied. We're tied. Someone gonna get that coffin crisp. 
That Kit Kat. Those Scarios. Ooh, Scarios. No, I want the Scarrows. Scarrows. Mm, or Scarrios. That's the uh, Oreo. Scary Oreos? Yeah. I, I prefer just Scary Oreos. <laughs> hey, do you remember when Oreos were a breakfast cereal? I do. Oreos. <laughs> and Cheerios shut them down. They were like, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> How many O-based breakfast cereals are there, though? Fruit, like, a lot. Fruit Loops. Yeah. Cheerios, Oreo, Oreos, Oreo, Oreo. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I'm but sure there's more. Do they have like do they have like a copyright on O's? No, they can't. No one else is allowed to get an O. No. <laughs> Tony the Tiger, he can't come. He cannot. He is not permitted to orgasm. <laughs> do you think creators of cereal breakfast foods? Look like they look at the flavor profile yeah. of a new product and they're like, they have to think deeply about what size and shape it's going to be. Uh, yeah, that and also what animal represents it, right? If you could create your own cereal, mm-hmm. pitch it to me right now, Allison. Okay, chocolate mint pillows, chocolate mint pillows. Sell me on it. They're like little, they're like little pillows. Yeah. And uh, they're chocolate, chocolate mint. Uh-huh. And there's marshmallows in there, because why the fuck not, right? <laughs> um, and the marshmallows uh-huh. uh, are shaped like teddy bears, because it's Sleepy Time cereal. Oh, so you could put a teddy bear on the... Wait, Sleepy Time cereal? Yeah, it's an evening cereal. Ooh. That's... Ooh. And so the little, the little uh, chocolate mint things are little pillows, teddy, little teddy bear marshmallows. You eat a bowl, you're uh-huh. ready for sleepy time. Uh-huh. And you can partner with Teddy Grahams, too. Yes. Right? Yeah. Cross promotion. Eat these grams, eat this cereal. Kids, you're going to get real fat real quick. Yeah. And real hyper right before bed. Me and my cereal would just be uh, grape nuts because it's the perfect cereal. Okay. Well, <laughs> let's talk about this episode. Okay. It was bad. I wrote, my first thing I wrote was Ugh. Mine was, we did this episode already? There is a man who is giving off the illusion that, how do you even describe it? I don't know, because they threw out so many different descriptors for what is happening to him. Yeah. It is the 1990s version of, like, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And, uh, yeah, the writer Josh Shabon, in fact, was inspired by One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Great. Cool uh-huh. uh, stuff. Yep. Real, real, real good. And this person is putting back shoes and he's giving off the air of of an obsessiveness over yeah. it. So it's quote unquote unusual. Yes. Unusual. Let's give a tr- trigger warning, like a warning. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be ableist language. Oh, Yeah. A lot. We are going to try our best not to use them. And there's also, I'm going to say the C word a lot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, okay. The C word. Yeah. And I mean, there's going to be a lot of probably discussion of... Mental illness. Yeah. And and just based on what the episode contains, um, we'll probably talk a bit about autism as well. Yes. And so if that's not your dish, you can skip to the end where Allison and I do some th- a game. We're, we're going to do a game. We're going to play a game. <laughs> Step into my playroom, Allison. <laughs> play with me. Allison, play with me. Okay. Okay. Well, I have to get through this shitty episode first. Mm. So there, what's the guy's name? What's the, what's the guy? <laughs> Howard? Shh, Howard. Howard? I was going to say Charles. Harold. No, Harold. No, Harold. 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 You know, these names. We're a professional. They all sound the same. Harold was the name. Somebody's Harold is someone else's Howard. That's all I'm saying. It is true. It is true. I bet you his parents were thinking about Howard, but went with Harold. Yeah, yeah. To be original. Totally. So he's putting away shoes, and the owner of the bowling alley, it's Thunderbird Bowling, right? Yeah. The owner of the bowling alley. Angie. Angie. Yeah, his name is Angie. His name is Angie? Yeah, Big Ange. Are we making this up? No, his name was genuinely was Angie. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Well, you weren't paying attention. No, I wasn't. He is going to figure out why there was a, this bowling alley is going wrong. Yeah, something about the way the pins are being reset is weird. So he gets up close and personal to look at it. And there's blood. There's a little bit of blood on the ground. It's like super good, actually. So we go through a horrible representation of people with mental illnesses uh, and de- developmental disorders to a fucking 
amazing body situation. Yeah, because he like kind of crawls under and looks up and then sees this ghost, this ghost dead, this corpse ghost. Uh, up in the gummy works of the bowling alley. Ooh, gummy works. <laughs> and her mouth was moving. Yeah. That was really good. It was very creepy. There were a lot of very creepy, scary moments in this. It made me feel conflicted because if you would have, instead of Harold, had another character. Yeah, a character that's not like, uh, I think I the AV Club review had a very good point in saying that this character was like a representation of the trope magical autism. Yes. Uh, where... Yeah. A person with, and we're going to mix, you be mixing our terms a lot during this episode because the episode itself is very unclear and blurs a lot of lines between like mental illness and developmental disorders and yes. autism. So it's very difficult to be clear about the, like the representation of this character. We're not sure what, like, we're we not don't sure. understand what they were going for because they don't, like the writers don't have an understanding. When your touchstone is one flew over the cuckoo. Yeah, yes. you're not going to do a great job. <laughs> they didn't really research. I mean, autism back in the nineties was horribly understood. And I mean, it's still getting better today, but we're still, there's still a lot of tropes and there's still a lot of issues with how autism is in the media and autism is a spectrum and a lot of people in this world live with it and yeah. they live with it fine it's just a different way that a brain works and a different way they take in information having scully throughout i just want to cover this now because okay. we're talking about it scully throughout that harold had div- yeah, yeah like so a she, developmental yeah. disorder and she said or she said a developmental disorder that's also known as yes, that's right, that's right, uh, uh, a type of autism, which is incorrect. Those yes. two are those are, <laughs> those are very, two very separate different things. things. Uh, not just saying like in our school system, we do have autism in uh, special education. If need be. Mm-hmm. If need be. Uh, like, you can get TAs uh, if you have kids who need a little extra help just kind of in the classroom, right? Yeah. But it's not... They don't... It's not the same thing. Yeah. It's not the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing at all. No. And it's just, like, frustrating because overall, I mean, there are so many different kinds of neurodivergence. Yes. And this episode really lumps everything together and also has a very stereotypical view, is very ableist in its presentation, is offensive in its presentation, and very othering. But, you know, neurodivergence is just a different way that you... That your systems work. Yes. Like, it's not... Yeah. It's very frustrating for me to watch this as someone with a chronic mental illness. Yeah. Because I am so tired of people always being portrayed this way. Because neurotypical does not exist. No. Like, every... There's no... It's like saying a medium, you know? Yeah. When you look at all the stats, no one is exactly medium. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone, you know, neurotypical, there's no... No one being neurotypical. Everyone's brain, everyone's systems work different ways. And putting a label on, like, oh, they're developmentally delayed. Yeah. That's tough. It's tough. And especially in media. Yeah. Because when, again, I mean, we've covered this a lot, but in media, often, this is the only representation yes. that we see especially magical autism yeah and that one sucks yep oh boy so Mulder and scully go to the bowling alley yeah and they look at the situation uh-huh and they get a free drink yeah Mulder's like hey give me a drink give me a coke i'm the boss here and he pours it on the bowling alley and, and Big bo- Ange is like, don't do that. Hey, excuse me. This is my, I work here. I own this. And they see the line, she is me. It's scratched into the wood. Ooh. Now, I, we missed an opportunity. Did we? I really wished if this was a murder in a bowling alley, take out all the autism uh, representation in terms of horribly represented Yeah, yeah, yeah. Autism. Hey, if you want to put some good rep in there, that would be great. Go for it, but I don't think you can. But I don't think you can. Uh, let's just take that out and just make it a murder in a bowling alley. And so you have a scene where there's a head rolling out at the ball return. Yeah. Please. Because there's so much, like basically one of Josh Siobhan's inspirations for this was a haunted bowling alley there's so much you could do with so that much they barely with touched on it you could do like a final destination situation but in a bowling like alley. no one even got stuck in a machine please like there's and this show loves body horror there's so much cool stuff you could have done they barely dipped a toe in the water put that toe in hey shaban put that toe Just in dip that toe Just, in mm, get a get a free coke Put that toe in. Just forget one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Put yep. your DVDs of Girl Interrupted away. 
and dip a toe in. Hey, stop watching Fight Club, Shabon. I know you're doing it right now. <laughs> you're not interpreting it correctly. <laughs> He's a jackass. You're not supposed to like him. It's a slam on masculinity. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for the sound guy. Why's that? Because if you're filming in a bowling alley. Oh, yeah. God, every time those ladies, there was a group of ladies, a troop of ladies bowling in the background. There there are background boys for me personally. Uh, And every time they hit that hard strike, there was just a shrill. Just raking in those strikes. There was a shrill noise and I feel so bad for that sound guy. You just gotta put that ball on the boards. You just gotta see what it do. The boards? Yeah, the, the, the boards of the bowling alley. The bowling boards. Yeah, when you put that, hey, when you put that ball on the boards, it's magic. You sound like, you sound like you're a professional at this. Well, awesome. now let me tell you, uh-huh. I did bowl on a, in a league in middle school. Excuse me? And I did win Best Female Bowler of the Year. Hey, how many female bowlers were there? Lots. Lots? Yeah. Okay. The other two uh, women on my team were very mad because I was the worst. No, we have to go through this. Continue. What 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 happened? Uh, Why were you the worst? Well, oh, I just wasn't very good. I had oh. never bowled oh. before. Oh, not like emotionally the worst. No. Well, I mean, always. Yes. But yeah, no, I had never bowled before. Uh-huh. A couple friends asked me to join their team. I yeah. did. Uh, and the the way that the scores are calculated is it, how much your average improves over the season. Okay. So mine obviously improved a lot over the season between starting out, like, having no idea what I was doing and learning correct form and stuff. And so I just, I, I won that, that trophy and then... It was a plaque, actually. I still have it. Do you? Yeah. Ooh. And then the other bowlers on my team were very mad. And what happened the next season? Oh, I, that was the only that season. That was it? Did. Yeah, that was what? it. <laughs> That's so Allison. One and in. You won? I'm out. In and out. I got what I wanted. I got, hey, I'm Validate me. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> but, Corny, I got to tell you, what? I really enjoy bowling because when you take that shiny fucking egg <laughs> and you just let it. You just let it kiss those boards. The good egg rolled down the boards. Just just let it kiss those boards. Ooh. And then it just, ooh, are those pins? Huh? Oh, are those for me? I'm the egg. Are those for me? Let me gobble them up. I'm going to get them. Mm-hmm. I'm num 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 num. How many did you did you strike a lot? Did you get some turkeys? I got some I got some strikes and some turks. <laughs> I don't know what a turkey Turkums? is. Turkums? Yeah. That's what you, you, you the professional That's the professional term is we call them Turkums. Because you get them the Turkums. It's like Steakums, but it's turkey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I like this story <laughs> a lot. You want to go bowling? I really do. Okay, let's go Very bowling. Badly. There's a really good place where I used to live in Burnaby, RVs. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Good wings. Nice. Good you know wings. what? Nothing gives you energy to roll that egg like, <laughs> like a basket of wings. It's the chicken analogy. Yeah. Yeah? I still use bumpers, though. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, for me, bowling is more of a game of pool mm, in mm, which mm, I calculate mm, mm. angles. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So I get the the. Now, you're the supposed strike. to go down the middle. Well, because that's the game. Yeah, but when do you know me to go so straight? That's a good point. Right? Yeah. You Just like those angles. A little bounce. Just bounce. Yeah. Bing, 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 bing. Then I get the strike. Then you get the strike. Yeah. Then you just. I also enjoy the guy, the 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 ball guiding situation contraption they have. Now. Oh, it's very cool. The like what it, a ball an egg slide is yeah. an egg slide mm-hmm. that they put it for little kids and they. I used it once. Not so good. Now, when you roll your egg, uh huh, do you do sort of a traditional stance where you, you have one leg forward, one back? You roll it <sighs> along the side, or do you are you more of a like between the legs kind of bowler? Uh, depends on how I'm feeling. If I gotta air out, if it's getting hot, I gotta air the situation out. I do the grandma bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, it depends on the wing sitch. What you mean the wing? Oh, how greasy your fingers are. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. You eat a lot of those wings. You're gonna have to go between the legs because you don't want to lose your grip. <laughs> One time, I actually did throw it up did in the you? air and it landed behind me, <gasps> and the bowling alley was very mad. But you, hey, <laughs> but you flashed that plaque. You're like, don't worry, hey. I don't- I'm a professional. <laughs> so good. Hey, let's. That was very good. But let's talk about this episode. That is very bad. Okay, fine. I'm sorry. We had our we had our recess. It's time to get to work. Oh, there are women being killed. Yes, like every day. Allison, did you know women are being killed constantly? Every day? Con- hey constantly yep uh and the fbi are getting into it we get this sassy kind of chief guy and he's saying we're looking for a white male age 20 to 30 a duh Doy. hey men 
When we say men are trying to kill us, we mean, yes, all men. <laughs> Please stop trying to because, kill us. Because so many men are trying to kill us. Yeah, and then, like, honestly, oh personally, God. I'm pretty over it. <laughs> I really am. So that's who they're looking for. Yeah. And Mueller's being really shitty in the back, and the police chief is like, hey, you got something to say? And Mueller's like, yeah. It's a ghost situation. <laughs> there are death omens. Like, what What world does Mueller think that that is a good thing to present to the public or to this professional setting? I don't know. Like, oof. This, does, Mulder's writing in this episode is really weird. Does he think? Okay. I know there are a lot of people out there who are conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Me included, personally. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Mothman's real. Mothman's real and the Earth is flat? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mothman lives on the flat Earth. Or, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Hol- it's, the Earth's not flat. It's hollow. Mothman lives in the hollow Earth. Yeah, he just flies, just flying around. He's in bing, there. Bing, 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 <laughs> bing. Just knocking off the sides, just like, let me out of here. There are a lot of people out there... Chances are one out of five people believe that Loch Ness Monster is real. (laughs) I was going to throw that out there. Hey, look to your right. Look to your left. It's you, the person to the left, the person to the right. One of you believes in Loch Ness Monster. In Loch Ness Monster. (laughs) Is it you? Probably. Probably. If you're listening to this, <laughs> probably. But they live normal lives as well. Oh, yeah. Like, you can say that jet fuel doesn't melt, melt steel, steel beams. beams, but you can also have a productive job and a wife and have a loving relationship with oh. a lot of people. I know it's awful, yeah. but you can. Mulder just flaunts this shit. Do you know, like, there are so many people in this world and I know this because I'm on Twitter, that have very bad opinions. Just, like, the most bad opinions yeah, you very, can imagine live on Twitter. Very, very uh, bad. And if Mulder lived now, which he does, because uh-huh. there's another revival, God save us all, uh, Mulder would almost certainly be on Twitter. He would be on Twitter, and he would tweet really bad things. Yeah. And then he'd, like, subtweet the FBI. Ooh, yeah. That's shady. It is shady. He works for them. He does work for them. Well, I guess not anymore. I have no idea. I don't know. What happened in season 10? I I was asleep. (laughs) I don't know. That's not how you get shit done. If you're going to have shitty, weird conspiracy theories about ghosts and Loch Ness monsters, keep it to your goddamn self. bad attitude never solved anything. Or start a podcast and voice those (laughs) shitty opinions on that podcast. Coast to Coast AM, I'm calling you out. Damn. Did I tell you my dad listens to Coast to Coast AM and really likes I've it? never heard of that. Oh, you've never heard of Coast to Coast AM? No. Oh my God, Allison, it's real and it's amazing. Oh God. It's uh, hosted by a man with a beautiful mustache and hair. Okay. And uh, people call in or he has guests on, uh, including like Carrie Poppy of Oh No, Ross and Carrie. Oh, interesting. But there's also people who think there's... A giant hole in Washington State that the FBI and the government are hiding. I mean, there is. That's where the Mothman lives? No, the Mothman lives in West Virginia. You know that. Oh, that's true. That's true. No, the Washingtonian Mothman. The one they don't want you to know. A Washman. Uh-huh. Okay. But, I mean, he has has guests on. He even had Weak and Weird uh, people. Greg Newark and and, um, the Museum of Haunted Objects group. He has lots of people on, but he also has callers in and the woo foo wooey woo 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 hey wooey woo woo woo. <laughs> Sorry, you catch me. Lizard people uh, are real. Ooh. <laughs> they are not. What about the angels in Mount Shasta? Angels in Mount Shasta, Mount Shasta are real. Ancient aliens are a big thing. Ugh. Ooh. But the, so my dad listens to it, and every time we get together, um, he tells me about the new things that he's listened to, and he gets really excited about them. <laughs> hey, it's good. Gotta have a hobby. Yeah. Anyway, coast to coast AM. This is ours. Yep. We we've made this. Ben. We're not paid for this. We're hey, we're not better than coast to coast AM. <laughs> they probably get paid. They get like advertisement money. Oh Christ. What happened in this episode is getting hot in here. Let's go. Okay, fine. Uh, there they decide. Oh, Courtney, I don't really remember what happened. The home, the home. Yeah. Okay. So there is um a facility. Yeah. For what this episode would deem the mentally ill. Uh huh. And 
What are they ill with? Who knows? Yeah, uh, the main, I mean, obviously this is has uh, a lot of similarities to our worst episode ever, Excelsis Day, in yeah. that it, you know, has some major themes of, like, patient neglect and stuff. But mostly, like, the frustrating thing is that by the doctors and nurses that work and orderlies that work in this hospital, all of the patients there are treated like children. Yes. That was what I was going to say. When you, is it emphasize? Infantilization? Yeah. Infantilization. Infantilization. When you apply that to people who are portrayed as quote unquote mentally ill or or autistic people, that is just real bad. Yeah. It's just real bad. Uh, and you can really see, yeah, his, like, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest inspiration coming in here, because that was pretty heavily rampant in, in, in that movie. Even the background actors in this in this environment, you know they were told, pretend basically pretend you're a child. Yeah. Because it's very much, like, a lot of shushing and night-nights and, like, go back to bed and... Here, do your crafts. And no one really being spoken to or treated like an adult. I mean, crafts are good for anyone. Look, I love a good craft. We love crafts, but when you put it in this light of, like, it's it's snack time. Yeah. They're not, hey, kindergartners are shitty. Let's not portray people like kindergartners. Yeah. They're real shitty. Kindergartners are shitty. Oh, children are the worst. Can I tell you a story about kindergarten? One time, I substituted for kindergarten. They're these little knee-high, knee-high to a frog, <laughs> little little babies. Aww. Then we have a kid. And this kid, he usually is very talkative. Mm. I'm not going to use his name. He's Because, oh, God, he would be in, like, grade five by now. Can I make up a name for him? Um, Carlos. I was going to say Batman. Batman? Batman. <laughs> Batman. I was using Carlos because he reminded me of... Magic School Bus? Uh, yes. Yeah. This is... That's who the kid was. He was oh, talkative. Carlos. He was, class, he was class clown, right? Yeah. A little kindergarten class clown. And one day he's really, really, really quiet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, you are... Uh, hey, what's what's going on? What, you, you want to talk about it? And he, he's like, I want to hold your hand. Can you take me to the bathroom? Oh, I said, okay. No. So he held my hand... And it was wet, but warm. <gasps> he had thrown up in his hands. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And his hands slid across mine. Now I have his barf in my hands. <laughs> and this kid decided, he asked me specifically to hold my hand. He knew he had barf on his hands. That's the new blood on your hands. This kid, this kid decided, you know what? It's fine. She can share in this. My teacher can share in this. You know who needs a piece of this? Teacher. Jesus. Yeah, he's in grade five now. That's awful. Find him and tell him that. I will. Little shithead. (laughs) Carlos. Carlos. Anyway, he was fine the next day being his little shitty self, too. Oh, God. Uh, Okay. Mulder comes here to this place. Huh? uh, And Skelly, too. Um, Scully took cancer, and they... <laughs> hey, remember that, guys? Remember that Scully's got cancer? Scully got cancer. That's a whole thing. Uh-huh. Uh, so Mulder and Scully come to this place, and they start asking the people about the woman that died. Yes. Uh, because someone had made a phone call to 911 saying, she is me, which is the little catchphrase of the Moiters. And they're saying, hey, does anyone know anything about this? And uh, everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally, 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 totally. Uh, and then Skelly holds up a picture of Jay Leno, and she's like, this is the guy that did it. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, totally, 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 totally. I mean, Jay Leno has killed people. Oh, Jay Leno is a murderer for, for sure. sure. You know how many cars he has? Yeah, I mean, he could hit a person with that car, store it in his garage, and no one would know. I was going to say that each car is a trophy from another kill. <gasps> oh, shit. Mass murderer Jay Leno? Try to prove me wrong. Try- hey, bring it. That's another conspiracy theory. We should talk to Coast to Coast AM. They yeah. would have us on. Yeah, we definitely should. This uh. is when Scully says that... Harold is disturbed. Yeah, okay, so they um, they single out Harold because he didn't respond to any of the questions. Yeah, he was like, upset. He's the only person that didn't respond. And they say a lot, they throw a lot of words around, like, disturbed, a lunatic is said, uh, which is a real, just going real old school there. Wacko. Uh, wacko. Um, there's yeah. one R-bomb. Oh, and it's much later in the episode. Yeah. And it was said by the antagonist, so it's like the X-Files knows it. That's bad. It knows it bad, but we'll, but we'll use it anyway. But also, like everything else, they're like decently cool with. 
Again, we do want to point out Scully is being very shitty. Yes. She's a fucking medical doctor. And I know that, you know what? The medical societies were really shitty to people with autism, especially in the 90s, and developmental disorders, which are, again, not necessarily the same thing. Yes. When you are, whole again, friends, when you're holding up Scully as a feminist icon, you are not being intersectional. You are discluding people of color, who she's been shitty to. You are discluding people who are LGBTQ+, who she's been shitty to. And now you are holding up this woman who was written as, yeah, cool woman scientist, doctor, but she is being shitty to people with autism, people who are developmentally delayed, or or people who have a mental illness. Like, fuck! Well, what's strange to me is, like, I'm actually realizing that she is probably more respectful in her treatment of bodies than she is of human patients. Uh-huh. Every time I see a Scully is my goddess meme, yeah, we she's hot, cool. Cool. But... Again, she's problematic because she is written by problematic men. So and, I mean, when we started this, like when we started this show, oh, low a hundred episodes ago, we were like, <laughs> Scully's so fucking cool. But you know, really, uh, our feelings have evolved a lot over yeah, time. Yeah. So come at me and me. We'll fight you. Yeah. <laughs> tag team back again. Yeah. Hey, what? we could if we were wrestlers, mm-hmm. like a tag team wrestler. Yeah. Would we be faces or heels? <laughs> heels yes for Thank sure <laughs> almost certainly would just be the feminazis what's our entrance music ah uh, shit um, is it by pink i was gonna say like corn oh well, melissa <laughs> etheridge <laughs> come jewel? to my window jewel jewel yeah 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 these hands are small no i know I'm a bitch, yes! I'm a lover, I'm a child, I'm a mother, I'm, I'm a sinner, I'm a saint, I do not feel ashamed. And we're just like flipping off the yeah, crowd. That's our, oh, absolutely our oh, entrance song. White people will hate us. <laughs> Men will hate us. Good. It's gonna be so good. We don't want you to like us. Yes. Let's just do it. Cool. Done. Done. Okay. I'm down. <laughs> Let's get into the wrestling scene. Get it. Fight you, The Rock. <laughs> I'd fight The Rock. I'd fight The Rock. Just so I could touch him. <laughs> Please, I want to touch him. Oh, I want to touch okay, The Rock. Okay, okay, I don't think okay. he's wrestling anymore, though. No, I think he's just acting. He's the acting. I mean, wrestling is a form of acting. By the way, guys, if you haven't watched Glow... Oh, Glow is is good. good. Please watch Glow. It's so good. It's better than Orange is the New Black. Yeah. There, I said it. Okay. Done. Done. Dunzo did it. Did the damn uh, thing. Bathroom ghost. Yeah, so Skelly is bleeding out her schnoz because she uh-huh. has cancer. Um, hey, remember when Skelly Remember that she's cancer? Uh-huh. And so she goes to the, the birth room uh-huh. and <laughs> the bathroom. Okay. Uh, and on the mirror, uh, written in blurred, is uh, she is me. And she sees a go 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 And this, like, scared actually the genuine shit out of both of us. Yeah, it was good. It's like a slow pan over to another one of these dead girl ghosts. Okay, now here's the ultimate question. Huh? We know I would take a shit in a bathroom that had a person dead of smallpox. Yes. Would I take a shit in a bathroom with a ghost? Yes. What if the ghost was sitting on the toilet while you had to go? It's going to be a hell of a cool shit. Because <laughs> I assume it does feel like ice water when you move through I them. assume it was an ice water situation. Yeah, so Scully sees this ghost and... And then when she sees the ghost, later on they find a woman who she saw well, as a ghost. Mulder comes in and tells her, you know, another woman has been killed. And, and then the they see it as the saw. same woman that she just saw. So she's like freaking out because she's oh, like, I don't oh, want to oh. believe. So Scully goes to her counselor. Yes. Now we love, I love personally when media shows people with issues going to counselors. Oh to man, talk, right? this is really interesting because here we're seeing like an, a fairly unstigmatized representation of mm-hmm. Scully talking to her counselor. Yeah. Well, at the same time, the entire rest of the episode about mental health is about is basically playing into and create helping to create and perpetuate the stigma about mental health. Yep. So how? What the fuck? <laughs> what the actual fucking fuck? It's like a fetishizing. Yeah, it's really how, weird. How can people be this disconnected from reality? Welcome to the X-Files. We've done a hundred episodes. Shit never changes. Shit never changes. This counselor, though, is really, really, hey, really shitty, though. Yeah, yeah, she is really shitty. Because she talks about, like, 
disapp- Hey, do you feel like you're disappointing your partner Mulder? Do you feel like you're working to keep your partner Mulder happy? Did he just slip her a hundo before the session? It was real weird. It was really weird. And yeah, there was a whole theme in this episode about Scully letting down Mulder by not wanting to believe. And it just, it, at the end, it takes a real turn that we'll get into, yeah. but it was very uncomfortable. And even the, 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 the psychologist or psychiatrist or the counselor says... Oh, Mulder is a source of strength for you. And it's is weird. It? Is, hey, is he? And if he is, is that healthy? No. He's not a healthy. We, we distinguish. He's not a, he's, he's not a healthy person. No. He's not. He's a very bad person. But it's weird that, are they, stop trying to make Scully and Mulder happen. <laughs> Please stop trying to make it happen. It's not going to happen. It's not happening. I don't care. It's going to happen. I, I know, know, but it's going to be bad. It's going to be real bad. Yeah, so Scully is talking about, she's talking about her own fears, and then the psychologist, psychiatrist, counselor lady says, oh, your feels of failing him? No! No, ma'am. I think Mulder did slip her a, a hundo. hundo for yeah. sure. So Mulder goes to visit Bowling Alley Guy. Yeah. And they're Ange? like- Ange? Ange? Yeah. And Mulder's like, hey, does Harold have a key oh, or something? Yeah. And Ange just says, like, no, he comes through an abandoned building? I don't really know how. Ange, what the fuck? <laughs> Secure your shit. Like, if that guy's getting in, anyone could get in. Ange! Why are you giving him a key? Yeah. Does he not work there? Does he not work there? I think he works there. Okay. He has to work. Well, what? what? Like, he has to work. Well, there. I mean, I'm not. Wait, wait. Is he being not paid for his work? Uh, I feel with this episode, all bets are off. Probably. And they could just be like, mm, he likes organizing shoes, so I let him do it. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But I'm pretty sure he does work there. Yeah, okay. So he's talking to Big Ange. Big Ange is like, a abandoned building. Yeah. And then we see uh, that Harold is kind of hiding in the gummy works of the, of the bowling <laughs> alley. When you say gummy works, I think it's like a Willy Wonka situation. No, it's just like, it's like the tummy of the bowling alley. Ooh, the tummy. Because, you know, it just like, it eats up all those sweet eggs oh. that come sliding down the boards. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Makes a little egg salad uh-huh. in his belly and then shoots them back out. Ew. So is that, wait, is the ball return to poop hole? Yes. Is it a bee hole? I'm sorry to tell you, but Ooh. yes. Oh, okay. Just eats It eats the Stools. eggs that come sliding down the boards. It chops them up into egg salad. It reforms them into proper shiny eggs, and it shoots them back at as many bee holes. And that's how bowling alleys work, obviously. They capture Harold. Yes. Because they think he's Cap- up to something. Capture. They capture they him. They do. It's awful. And he's brought into the station and he has a lawyer. Oh, God. And the lawyer is basically, is the only one who is talking any sense, saying, this is unacceptable. Yeah, you cannot treat my client this way. Uh, basically, they're trying to get him to confess to something. He's very upset. Yeah. And you know what strikes me as weird about this episode? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not until this moment that Mulder, like, I guess, think doesn't think that Harold actually did the crime. Yeah. But... Usually Mulder is so much more quick on the uptake, and he usually, like, his first instinct, he drops almost immediately for another you, wacky theory. Do you think he, well, the wacky theory is the ghost theory. I know, but. But do you think he thinks, do you think from the beginning he thought Harold was a killer, or do you think he was just a person of interest? Like a No, key? I think he thought from the beginning. Yeah? Like, that's the way that it made it sound. Okay, okay. But I just think this is, like, inconsistent with what we usually see of Mulder. Yeah. Usually it's like, this is what happens. Like, it's that woman. Usually Mulder is, like, so smart that he immediately, like, he figures it out very quickly. And then we're like, well, why didn't he figure it out so quickly? But in this case, he just holds on to this one theory that honestly doesn't make any sense and is completely reductive. Yep. So Mulder is trying to prove to people that Harold's not the killer because I guess Mulder is the champion of the voiceless. I don't know <laughs> what it's supposed to be. Right? Uh, yeah. Look at me. Oh, I care about people. <laughs> so they go back to the bowling alley and they see Harold's collection of scorecards. Oh, yeah, because he, uh, so in the interrogation, Harold is uh, saying all these numbers. Yes. Uh, and they're like, well, what does this mean? Uh, and I was, like, horrified that they were going to do some kind of, like, now he's a savant thing. They didn't say the word savant. No. But it is a heavily, like, a Rain Man situation. It is. Like, 
this man has autism, so he knows numbers real good. Well, I was worried that it was like he was doing like multiplication or something in his head oh. rather than a memorization, okay. which has like, I feel like a slightly different connotation. Uh, I don't no? know. When you saw all those hundreds of papers and you're like, yeah, and Mulder proves like, pick a name. He knows the number. Like, yeah. that's still this magical autism Yeah, trope, it totally is. Uh, that's still very, very, hey, very bad. It's very, very bad. bad. While this is happening... Harold sees Ange, the ghost of Ange. Big Ange. Yeah, he sees the ghost of Big Ange, and he uh, is very frightened, obviously, and runs to the front of the bowling alley, and everyone follows him, and they see Big Ange is there on the floor, and there's a cop (laughs) who is performing CPR, (laughs) and then when Mulder gets there, he's like, well, there's nothing we can do. He's He's dead dead now. You can't! Do that! No, that is not how the law works. The ambulance is not there yet. You do CPR until the ambulance is there, until a do- and so they can get him to the doctor, so the doctor can, can declare him dead. My dude! That's how it works. That's how it works. They, they, either they don't understand or they don't care. They don't care. No, they just don't care. They don't care. Hey, is there any, like, medical, what do they call it, ad- advisors? Yeah, they well, because they something. have a scientific advisor, but uh, yeah. maybe that's not her jam. I don't know. Maybe they do have a scientific advisor and a medical advisor, and they pay them, and they're like, we don't have to listen to you. We could do whatever we want we do whatever. for the plot, which is bad. The cop, whoa, the cop did the crime. Well, he did, yeah. He did. Yeah, the cop did do a crime. He he killed Ange. He killed Big Ange. Killed Big Ange. Uh, seeing Harold... Rip. Yeah, rip, 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 rip. Uh, seeing Harold cry too like that was... Very it was bad. a lot to deal with. Um, so Mulder is like... Mulder says... Oh, Mulder realizes that Harold must have seen Big Ange's death omen uh, in, in the back of the gummy works, and that's yeah. why he ran to the front. So at first he says... Harold can see ghosts because of autism? He definitely says that because, and it's like, oh, it's really awful too. So what it, what Mulder is trying to say is that like, because, you know, Harold has these strong feelings, but he's unable to like make, a, like create these social relationships Aww. with people that it's, it, you know, he's seeing these like echoes of them as a result. And it's like, oh my God, no, stop, please. You're killing me. He also says that maybe Harold's going to die because people close to death saw these things. Yeah, so that's and that's why, just there to twist a knife in Skelly's heart, really. So that's why Big Ange saw the thing, because he was going to die. And that's why Skelly, Skelly saw, saw goes because she has cancer, remember? Remember? Remember that she has cancer? She has cancer. Anyway, we go, Harold goes back to the home, Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the doctor's like, you gotta take your medicine. And he then the says, shitty female, yeah. He says, keep you flying straight and level. Ugh. Ugh. And the, this fucking lady doctor comes in. Yeah. Not even, probably like, I think she was, she was a nurse. They called her nurse, uh, whatever her name was. And she basically, hey, she's a big cunt. <laughs> yeah. And she take, or she... Make sure that Harold doesn't take his medicine by berating him. She drops the R-bomb. She calls him, like, ableist words, wacko lunatic. Uh, She's basically, like, implying that that all of his relationships with, you know, people uh, that he cares about are not real. um, And that, you know, they would never care about someone like him. Which, oh, oh boy, that really is hard to watch. So here's the twist. Yeah. The cunt did the murders. Yeah, and she did it because her husband left her. And that's... So she murdered the women who Harold liked in the from the bowling alley to take away his happiness. And what was the thing with the she is me? Because it was like the idea that she could have she could have been any of those women, I guess, if her life had gone a different way. And like there's this one thing about how she she changes the finger that the ring is on, I guess, to match like her missing wedding ring because all of her issues are about having been left by her husband this is so that was very bad yeah it was extremely bad hey let's go to another really bad thing cool scully and Mulder or Mulder confronts scully scully says i saw a ghost yeah oh this is after by the way oh uh scully uh approaches the nurse to ask if she's poisoning harold and the nurse comes to scully with a scalpel and then scully shoots the nurse yeah Blah, 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 blah. Uh, Okay, so yeah, Mulder confronts Skelly. She reveals to him that she saw the ghost, and Mulder is the shittiest, gaslighting, 
male figure I have ever seen in in the X-Files yeah. at this point. Basically, he actually says, and I quote, you can't hide the truth from he me. He says, if you hide the truth from me, you're working against me. Which is like, like it really just reveals the kind of abusive nature of their relationship in a way that the show hasn't before and obviously didn't intend to. Hey, Mulder, she has cancer. She's gone through a lot of trauma. You've seen how many times she's been fucking kidnapped. She can keep whatever the fuck she wants from you. Yep. She doesn't have to tell you anything, and you can't pry that knowledge out of her. But because the show is ultimately Mulder-centric and male-centric, it seems to feel this exchange is okay. And it makes Scully look like a bad person? Yeah. I don't know. And then she goes... She, she goes back to her car. She yeah. cries. And then she sees... Because that's what women do, right? <laughs> I bet she was on her period. Pro- pro- almost certainly. Probably. Uh, and then she sees Harold's uh, death omen in the backseat. I mean, I, I exclusively see ghosts when I'm on my period, so... I mean, doesn't everyone? Yeah, that's part of it. Right? Yeah. You change your, your teapot, and there's just a little g- helpful ghost. A little ghost comes out! Hey! How you doing? I was in there. <laughs> well, all tampons are made out of ghosts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like, that's where the, she- you know, the sheets of the ghosts? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tampon yeah. Them. yeah, yeah. It's the most absorbent. <laughs> Tampax tampons are made out of ghosts. I said it. Hey, Coast to Coast AM, have us on. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to split big tampon wide open so all the ghosts can come out. <laughs> hey, look to your left. Look to your right. One of those people have their period right now and have a ghost shot of shoved up there. <laughs> Is it not the people to your right and left? It's you. It's you. Got, you. you got a ghost up there. Sorry. You're haunted. <laughs> people with periods know. They just know. They know. Okay. Let's rate this fuck. Okay. I rate on a spooky scale. One is I am very sleepy. Five is I'll never sleep at night. I'll give this just for the ghost situation. 2.89. Oh, 2.89. Yeah. It's almost a three. Because of the ghost stuff. Yeah. But the other stuff made me angry, and I never want to remember this episode ever again. Okay, okay. Uh, I rate on a rage scale. It goes from one to Excelsis Day. One is a really great episode, which I'm longing for at this point. Uh, And Excelsis (laughs) Day was, uh, I think, still the reigning worst episode. Like death. (laughs) I long for it. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to give this episode a 10. Wow. Yeah. It made me furious. Yes. it is like a thorn in my side. Uh, and the only reason Excelsis Day is worse and not on an even level is because Excelsis Day uh, had rape and was also racist. <laughs> <laughs> on top of the other things presented in this episode. Yes. Yeah. The royal flush, if you will. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's, awesome. Let's flush this episode down the toilet. Flush noise. I'll add that later. Okay, cool. For sure. Hey, Allison. Yeah. It's our 100th episode. Uh-huh. I've got a... Hey, Allison. Uh-huh. Do you want to play with me? I do want let's to play, play a, with you. Let's play a game. Okay. I'm going to call this game. It's a truth truth or dare? No. What do you want to call it? Ghosts of episodes past. This is what I'm going to do for you, Allison. Mm-hmm. We've watched four seasons of The X-Files. Yes. We have right. a lot more to go. Oh, God. There are a lot of episodes. Yeah. A hundred and five. Yep. I'm going to give you an episode name okay. from each of the seasons we have watched. We've watched all these episodes. Cool. I'm going to give you two options of what that episode was about. Okay. You have to tell me which one it is. Cool. Then mm. I'm going to give you an episode na- title of season five. Uh-huh. And I'm going to give you two two options. You have to tell me which one it is. Okay. okay. I'm game. I'm ready. I'm a little nervous. You're not going to do well. Oh, no. The episode from uh, season one mm-hmm. that I have picked for you is Lazarus. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now, these are your two options. Okay. When FBI agent Jack Willis and bank robber Warren Dupe are both shot at the same time during a robbery attempt, Dupre dies and Willis is resurrected. Oh, God. Or a psychotic criminal from one of Mulder's past cases is back to get revenge on Mulder. Which one is it? Oh, no. Resurrected (laughs) or Mulder revenge? Lazarus. I think I'm going to have to say resurrected just because the word makes sense. One point. You got it. Very good. (laughs) You remember season one. If you point blank said Lazarus and asked me to describe the episode, nothing. Blank. Well, that's not the game. That's why I'm not going to do that (laughs) because we would lose very bad. (laughs) Season two. Aubrey. (laughs) 
okay. That's just someone's name. When a detective mysteriously uncovers the remains of an FBI agent who disappeared in the 1940s while investigating a murder case eerily similar to a modern-day one she is investigating, Mulder and Scully believe the original 1940s killer passed his genetic trait of violence to his grandchild. Or, one morning, after two gruesome hallucinations, Private Jack McCain crashes his car into a tree that has a symbol drawn on it. The second death of Maureen in two weeks has been featured with the symbol. Which one? Aubrey. Aubrey. Is it the murder case that is eerily close to modern day with a grandchild who passes on genetic traits? Or is it strange symbols that are killing privates? (laughs) (laughs) Which one is it? You think someone killed my privates because there's a ghost in there once a month. <laughs> I think it's the first one because Aubrey sounds like a vintage name. It is. You got yes! two for two. Nailed the me. other one is Fresh Bones. Oh, that fuck. voodoo episode. That was so bad. I know. It was so bad. Season three. Very good. <laughs> Watch me get worse as we get closer to I where know, we are I now. know. I know you will. Season three. Uh-huh. The Walk. Oh, God. This is one of those episodes that was like five other episodes. Uh, Another failed suicide attempt by a patient in a military hospital uh, with Mulder talks about a phantom soldier. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or a young teenage girl is kidnapped from her home. Someone apparently experiences exactly what the child is feeling. What? Okay, that second episode, I don't remember at all. But I think the walk is the first one. Correct. Very good. The second one is Oubliette. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I still bet. Was that the one with the, 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 the uh, several Kevins? No. Okay. Ooh. The Kevins. Season four. Okay. Unruh. Oh. Do you remember? I do remember that one. What was it? You tell me. Uh, Unruh was the one with the German guy whose dad was a dentist who kidnapped girls. Very And also Skelly. And because uh, the stilts. Very good. That stilt chase. Very, very. Oh, the stilt chase. Yeah, that's okay. stuck in my head. To get five out of five. Allison, this is, I'm not even going to give you a name. Okay. I'm just going to give you two options. Mm-hmm. Which one is the real season five episode? And which one is the fake? Scully and Mulder investigate, get a call from the White House to investigate an apparent ghost which may or may not turn out to be Abraham Lincoln. Okay. Mulder and Scully investigate a letter from a single mother who leads them to a town where a modern-day version of Frankenstein's monster lurks. Which one is real? They're both real. No. (laughs) Hey, I wish, though. Uh, For all the points, for all the eggs, Allison. All those eggs sliding down those boards into that pudding. Pudding? Just adding new things now. Okay, good. Uh, I think, I think, uh, I think it's the White House. Incorrect. No, but I want to watch that. That was a suggestion put forth. They wanted to do an episode of The Ghost Uh, of Abraham Lincoln, but they never did it. But I want to watch that episode. (laughs) The modern day version of Frankenstein's monster we will be watching next season. Oh, God. Yay! Yay! Boo. You got four out of five. Not bad. Not bad. bad. Better than I thought you would do. (laughs) Let's finish this off by saying, hey, Space Cadet, you have listened possibly to three days and two hours worth of the Double X Files. Take two minutes to write us a review, please. please. Either on Stitcher or on iTunes. They really help us out. Uh, we've been getting a couple each week, and they are great. They're wonderful. Yeah. So it just you. really helps us get the word out. And it helps us to keep us going. Yeah, that too. Right? It's hard. Hey, it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. I don't know why there's so many X-Files podcasts out there. Yeah. There are a lot of them. Do you, do they just stop? Do a lot of them just stop? Some of them. I think Camille and Johnny stopped. Yeah, right? Camille stopped. I think they just don't do it anymore. They're like, oh, this is bad. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm over it. And I think there are like a few that cropped up just to do... The revival? The revival. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, actually, Allison, I do want to answer a question we do get on our email a lot is, are we going to cover season 11 as it happens? Yes. Yes, yeah, we, we will. Are. We're going to hate every minute of it, we but we're going to do it. We are going to bring you the juiciest fucking review 
as it happens. Uh, we haven't got when it comes out and it's the schedule announced. We will tell you like what days we will cover it. Uh, we might have to change our scheduling around, but we will cover it. Yeah, for sure. Hey, absolutely. Even though we hated the 10th season, maybe the 11th season will be even better. I mean, the first episode is called My Struggle Part 3. Oh so. my god. <laughs> That's, Are you fucking kidding that me? That is not a joke. It's all of our struggles now. Just anything else, anything that's not a literal English translation of Mein Kampf is ideal. Call it our struggle. Call it her struggle. Call it a struggle, the struggle, just not a literal translation. Anyway, that's the answer to that question. (laughs) So you can stop fucking emailing me about it. I don't want to talk about season 11. They are filming in Vancouver, though. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Do we care? No. No. (laughs) So I was... I have to tell you, I was going down, um, we actually walked by where they were filming downtown, and uh, I didn't stop to look or whatever, because fuck that. And I'm like, what if Chris Carter just, like, walked around that corner? What would you do? I would ask him for a picture, Mm -hmm. and I would have my husband take the picture, and he would be smiling, and I'd be flipping off the camera, and he would never know. (laughs) I love it. That's what I would do. (laughs) It's perfect. Hey, Chris, I'm a big fan. Thanks for this beautiful gift you've given us for our 100th episode. It was a steaming this, pile of dookie. This humunculi of blood, sperm, <laughs> semen, and oh god. Anyway, what else do we need to do? Well, we gotta do our predictions. Let's do the predictions. It's my turn to predict. Anything could happen based on a name. Anything could happen when you're playing the prediction game. Tell me. Allison. What's it gonna be? A way to dredge up all of your childhood anxiety. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Season 4, episode 23. Uh-huh. A Demons. It's just called Demons? It's called Demons. Demons. Uh-huh. Mm, I'm going to assume those are metaphorical like, demons? Like what I have in my uterus during my heavy days. <laughs> Not just a ghost. No. When you got when you got those heavy flow days, you got stuff a demon up there. <laughs> Just need that extra power. Yup. Uh, okay, demons. I think this is. Um, I think this is all of Scully's demons coming home to roost. Ooh, because she has cancer. Yeah, she. If you don't recall, um, she does have cancer. I don't know. I don't think this is gonna. I have a feeling this is not going to be a standalone. Oh, you think it's going to be two parter? Okay. I think it's. I think it's. Or at the very least, it's going to be building up momentum towards the finale. <laughs> Uh, so we can finish? Yeah, so we can all finish. Uh, I think this is going to play on this sort of growing discord between Scully and Mulder. Okay. Where Mulder, or Scully's maybe starting to think about, like, things that, you know, if she's thinking about her own mortality, what does she need to do or make amends for? What demons does she need to repair? So, Scully is the one with the demons. Yeah. Uh, how can we represent that in my point system? <laughs> Let's say half a point if Scully's trying to make amends for something. Okay. Uh, and, another- and, what's, and what's the X-File? The X Files. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot. You know, about, I forgot about that part where something spooky happens. <laughs> I think there's a someone's reported seeing a demon, but it's actually they investigate is actually an alien. Okay, half point for Delian. Delian. Yeah, a Delian. A Delian. Demon alien. Yeah, a Delian combo. Alien demon combo. Half point for Scully sucking up to Mulder because she thinks she's done wrong because he's gaslighted her. Exactly. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, half point. Half point. We're tied. Three and a half points. Who's going to take it home? Who's going to get that candy? Who's going to get that candy? I don't know. We should just have an ASMR um, episode where we unwrap the candy and oh, eat it. Oh, we should definitely do that, Courtney. Oh, yeah. yeah, we should definitely have an ASMR episode. <sighs> mm. Is it a sex thing? I don't know. <laughs> Someone just ejaculated. Someone just came everywhere. Write us a review if you came. That's our deal. <laughs> That's the job. If you, yeah, if you finished while listening to the podcast, you do have to contractually write us a review. Can we say finished or started? Yes. <laughs> absolutely. If we either allowed you to finish or caused you to start, <laughs> review in our pockets now, please. Or you'll be having to live with the demon of guilt for yeah. the rest of your age jizz. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say age jizz? Yes. I love a good aged jizz. Uh, <laughs> a fine vintage. Okay, I'm done. Hey, Allison. Uh-huh. Happy 100th episode. You too. Wait, should we talk about how people could contact us and we're on yeah. the internet and stuff? I just wanted oh, to say that to you. Oh, oh. 
Okay. I was just having a nice moment. But if you want to get Courtney. into business, that's fine. Happy one hundredth episode. It's fine. Just keep t- t- you're keep my going. best friend. Really? Yeah, dude. Oh. <laughs> Come on. You always play so hard to get. I don't know. <laughs> okay, tell them how we okay. can do shit. You can email us at doublexfilespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at doublexfiles. That spells out D O U B L E, double X Files. And you can also find us on Tumblr at fuck yeah, com. Get at us. Talk to us. Chat with us. Let's take it easy. Let's enjoy some H jizz. <laughs> The finest vintage. <laughs> uh, we have two episodes left. And as you know, we usually take about a couple of weeks off in between yeah. so we can recover. Yep. <laughs> but we will be back with season five for sure. Because, you know, we contractually are we obligated. Um, we are cursed. Yeah. By that witch. And if we don't finish the uh, episodes. Chris Carter will kill our, our friends and family. Uh-huh. So. So. You know. We'll see you for season five. Yeah. Okay. For two more episodes first. Yeah. Until next time. The the truth truth is out there. I'm a bitch. I'm I'm a lover. lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother.